Hello, and welcome to the Live and Love Like Jesus podcast. My name is Andy Tier, and each week here on this podcast, we explore what it truly means to live and love like Jesus. In this episode, we're continuing our ongoing discussion of the roadmap. The roadmap is the new tool that Crossroads formation and mobilization teams have worked together to develop with the intent that it will aid each of us on our journey of following Jesus. This past week, I spoke with Andrea Crosley. As a volunteer and a vital member of our mobilization team, Andrea leads the missional living team here at Crossroads, and she was instrumental in the development of the Be Sent portion of the roadmap. All right. Well, thanks, Andrea. Thank you so much for being mm-hmm. part of the podcast today. Thank you, Andy. Oh, I appreciate you being here and taking the time out of your day. Yeah. Happy to. I know to. it's busy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> so, hey, I know that um, you've been part of the team responsible for development of the Be Sent portion of the roadmap. And we've already talked with Aslan last week and Jeremy the week before. And of course, mm-hmm. Phil as overview over the whole thing. Mm-hmm. But um, can you tell me a little bit about that role? Um, one, like how are you selected to be part of that team? Mm-hmm. And then also, um, can you just tell me who else was part of the team or is part of the team sure. as we move forward? Yeah, sure. So the Missional Living team here at Crossroads partnered with um, Andrew Bondurant and as a team, then we collectively came up with uh, the content that you see on the being sent portion. So that was uh, myself, Andrew Bondurant, like I said, Patrick Hickey and Ross Chapman. Oh, cool. And Ross Chapman is also one of our elders, right? Yes. Yes. Okay. Awesome. And can you tell me, um, how did the team work? Like, or are there Mm -hmm. specific roles within the team? Well, you know, it's interesting. So we, we kind of come from some diverse backgrounds. We've got pastors, we've got, um, leaders of non, in the nonprofit space, people in corporate America, you know, and we were reaching out to, to people that, you know, kind of extended from that team as well. Others that we knew that, that are in that, you know, being sent missional living kind of space. And so having voices from a lot of different areas, I think was really important for us to have a well-rounded uh, set of offerings related to what you see in the in the being sent portion. Awesome. Can you tell me what that um, curation process looks like as as you gather the content and how did you, how do you weigh like what goes into the roadmap and then what mm-hmm. doesn't and maybe doesn't yet? Yeah, a lot of that was just conversations around well, what you know, what have you read or what have you listened to or what have you done that that's felt impactful. Um, to, to, to any of our lives in terms of understanding our sentness, in terms of how we live out our lives on mission with Christ and being sent. So a lot of it was, if, if you think about, well, you know, what have you read or what have you done? Anytime that we saw some commonalities, oh, we've all read that book or, oh, we've all seen that podcast. You know, that was sort of confirmation that it wasn't just like we Googled <laughs> the term being sent and, and tried to come up with some random list of stuff. It was really all things that had been either read or experienced or watched or listened to by members of the team, many times multiple members of the team. Um, and it, these are assets that that um, that came highly recommended or that people personally were getting a lot of, of impact um, and direction from in their own lives. How does the curation process, how does it continue today? So, yes. Yeah, it, so 
you know, as we launch the first version of the roadmap, um, I think it's going to be important for us to, to get some feedback to see what, what resonates with people. But then, you know, the roadmap is meant to be evergreen. So, so for example, we'll have a, a series, um, a sermon series coming this fall that really focuses on missional living. So we'll be looking to add new assets at that time that, that focus a little bit more um, on missional living aligned to that sermon series, but really all around the concept of being sent. So um, certainly it's it's an evergreen process and an evergreen place to go for new content as well as some oldies but goodies yeah that's i you kind of alluded to this like the the sermon series is only four weeks long but the roadmap continues yes right yes so um it doesn't end when we stop talking about it Mm -hmm. in as as a sermon series but but it continues and it plays an important role in the life of the church going forward from here yes and then you said that there's a sermon series coming up. Can you tell me a little bit about that? What yeah. you know about it already? Yeah, we, um, we're we going to explore, I think it's going to be a four-week series, but we're going to explore a little bit more about missional living and what it means for us to look at our whole lives on Mission with Christ, not just our extra time, but that nine to five kind of time, that paid and unpaid work that we do. Like, what does it mean or what does it look like for us to really be following Christ in those areas of our lives as well? Not as something extra, but as something incorporated. So I'm sure we're going to have some new assets related to that that we'll be able to share. That's awesome. Now, now let's spend some time talking about the, what is there. Mm-hmm. So um, yeah. there's four pathways within it right now. Mm-hmm. Can you kind of give us like a brief rundown of those four pathways that are in the roadmap now? Sure. Uh, the first is understanding sentence. So that really level sets a lot of what's in the rest of the roadmap. The second one is discovering giftedness and calling. Uh, the third one is faithfully engaging the world. So that's, you know, us being citizens of God's kingdom and how that changes the way that we view the world and engage with the world. And then the last one is pursuing justice and living compassionately. So of those four, I, I kind of get the idea but I, that I might already know the answer to this question, but but where would you recommend that somebody starts? Yeah, if you're if you're brand new, I, you know, definitely I'd say understanding sentness. That's going to be the place to start. It really level sets. I think everything else that's in the roadmap. Um, there's there are going to be some great sermon series um, content and excerpts from from different sermons that have even been here from over the years, but that have really talked to the essence of being sent and and how we should think about that and incorporate that into our lives. So I think that that's that first one is going to be a great place to start. So how do you define being sent? I think each of us has a calling and and a lot of it has to be prayerfully considered, like where God has placed you, the kind of talents that he's given you, the, the physical place that you are, the time and space that you are, all these things factor in how we are sent, how we are on mission. And so being able to really explore and discover that for ourselves, not to be um, taken away with the busyness of life and, and just getting just getting through life or um, trying to give God some of our extra time, whether it's, you know, volunteering inside or outside of the church, but really understanding the fullness of our our opportunity and our capabilities to be sent by him in every aspect of what we do. Um, that's what really that being sent is, is really all about. It's it's the totality um, of our lives on mission with him. So it's not necessarily being sent at as a missionary to a foreign country no, or something yeah. like that. Although it certainly could be like, maybe that's going to be some, some people's pathway for sure. Um, but it's not just that it's where you are and who you are and who you were made to be and how that 
and how you're sent into all of the areas of life where you live, work, and play to be on mission with God. So one of the things on um, discovering your giftedness and calling, like I was kind of looking through some of these pathways today Mm -hmm. to see, okay, where can I relate? How does this work? Um, There were some assessment tests kind of to do there. Mm -hmm. And the, the first one I took, I was surprised because as I'm taking it, I'm like, you know, these are good questions, but they're not like, uh, oh, I don't know how to say Like, they were like regular workplace questions, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. and leadership type questions. Yeah. How does that type of an assessment help a person understand how they're sent? Sure. I think, you know, and I, I would certainly say when I was younger in my career, in my life, like really trying to understand, well, what am I good at? Where am I going to go with myself? What are my skill sets? Those were those were important and a little bit tricky questions, just depending on where you are in your life. And so um, taking that sort of assessment and, and, you know, that's one step. I, w- I would even suggest that just taking an assessment like that online by yourself is maybe not even... It's not, certainly not the only way, and in some cases, it's not the best way to do it. What you want to, what you want to make sure that you're doing is, is having others speak into you as well to to help you understand what your gifts are. Sometimes we can take an online assessment. Sometimes it's a conversation to say, "Hey, I'm really struggling. Could you help me understand what you think I'm good at, or where you see my giftedness?" Um, being placed because sometimes we can't see those things for ourselves, but we may find that we're great people, um, great with people or uh, great with facilitating or um, being an encourager or whatever that is. Sometimes we don't see that for ourselves or sometimes we don't see, um, you know, hey, I'm a great analytical thinker, whatever those things are. Uh, knowing those can also help us then better understand how do I use the way I'm gifted naturally to, to bring God glory in all that I'm able to do. That's awesome. I love how you mentioned, and, and you talked about having other people speaking with them mm-hmm. and asking them questions and them speaking into you as well. And so that's like a picture of kind of an intersection here on the roadmap where right. being sent intersects really well with being with others as well. Yes, yes. Wow, that's really, that's really neat. So um, speaking of intersections, can you tell me where like your own personal life may have intersected with some of these, let's let's speak of the pathways that are here, mm-hmm. you know, within this uh, being sent portion of the roadmap. Yeah, you know, a lot of, again, a lot of this, as we develop this content as a team, it was really fun for me to hear what others were reading, what others were doing, what others were listening to. It's sort of like going over to your best friend's house and saying, oh, what's on your bookshelf? Can I look through here? Uh, so I, I found all kinds of things. Actually, my friend Patrick Hickey had suggested um, this little book. It's not long at all. It's called Surprise the World by Michael Frost. And it. Um, so I just finished that one. Um, and it, it sort of walks through all the ways that are super easy in your everyday week to bless others um, or to eat with others or to spend time with others in really simple ways. Um, So I just finished that one. And honestly, it was so short. I read like a chapter a day and I was finished with it in less than a week. So um, it it was just it for me it was fun to go through and see you know what what else are my friends reading or others reading that have been impactful to them that i want to i want to try that too so um that's so a lot of a lot of things that i gravitate toward are, are books probably more than podcasts or or um or watching videos so i i usually gravitate to to the reads that i do in my quiet time 
So mm-hmm. yeah, that was yeah. That the was Kindle's kind of messed up the personal bookshelf a little bit, hasn't <laughs> and it? And that's right. That's yeah, right. it's so hard for me now to show people. <laughs> <laughs> what am I reading? So that speaks to kind of where some of this intersects with your own life. But what, what about what do you see as within the roadmap the greatest potential for change or for growth in your own life as you're looking at the roadmap? And this could be in the roadmap as a whole as well. Yeah, I, actually, I think. And I haven't gone to check it out yet. Um, so one of the things w- that we've liked as a family, um, when Phil described, you know, going and, and reading through Luke and Acts and, and doing that with the reading plan and, and with the videos that, that are from Bible Project. So we've been doing that as a family. Uh, and that's replaced some TV time and some some other things, I think, that's really, <laughs> I think, has been really impactful for us as a family that I've been, um, that we've been blessed by. And then the other one that I'm really interested in is actually from the Being with God roadmap. And when Jeremy was describing um, some of the pieces around developing a rule of life, like that, I haven't gone to check that out yet, but that's on my list. I was very intrigued by that concept and and the way Jeremy spoke about that. So um, yeah, for me personally, I'm super interested in going back and looking some of that stuff up. How do you see yourself interacting with the roadmap going forward? Yeah, practically. That's um, that's a great question. I I am I feel like a little bit. I'm I like looking at it like a buffet. So I, I've gone up to the buffet and I love to click around and kind of open and close. You know, open and collapse those little plus marks and say, oh, what's in there? What's you know what's in this dish? What's in this dish? Uh, and it all looks really appealing, except I can't eat it all at once. <laughs> so so I've really been um, taking more of an approach of saying what's here and what may feel convicting that I may have a, either a gap in my life or a gap in a skill set that I would like to develop within myself and where 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 are some of the, these resources starting to resonate with me so um, I, I feel like I am sort of treating it like the, the all-you-can-eat buffet only I feel like everything on the buffet is super healthy so I, I I'm guilt-free about it <laughs> but uh, yeah yeah I'm just gonna see where I feel led to to learn more and to dive in. I'm so glad that you related it to a buffet because that's what I did too. But then Phil related it more to like a fork in the road or pathways. There's different <laughs> separate pathways you could take, you know, uh, to reach a destination. And, and I said, Phil, I relate everything to food. So yeah, yeah I'm, happy I'm glad to be, that you said it was right. happy food or, or healthy right. food. Yeah. But yeah, it's vegetables. That's awesome. So I'm not the only person that sees it as a buffet. Right. No, that's so encouraging to me. Thank you so much for that. You're welcome, Andy. <laughs> so um, what do you see kind of as the potential outcome of, of, learning to follow Jesus in this way. You know, um, let's start with, with the being sent portion. How, how do you see that as, you know, possibly mm-hmm. beneficial to your community? Yeah, I mean, I'm a little bit biased working in the Mission to Living team here at Crossroads, but to me, it, it, it a lot of it comes back to that. So when I think about where, where am I, where are my areas of influence to others? How can I live on mission with God in my whole life? I look at the roadmap and I, and again, like looking at the buffet, I'm looking at what can help me get better at something that helps me live more to my full capacity, more to my best life with Jesus, um, it, you know, by being able to pick up some new skill sets, some new understanding, some new um, ways to think about community with others, like that. So, you know, selfishly, I think about that a lot from from just that missional living point of view and how can I 
how can I use that to help me in everything that I'm trying to be and, and, and everything that we'll, we'll do together as we walk through this topic more uh, here at Crossroads. So that's, that's a big one for me. And you mentioned that you're um, doing some of this with your family, like mm-hmm. the Bible study plan. Yeah. Um, what do you see as a potential outcome for your family? Really, again, like creating these habits, creating a habit of, of, of doing Bible study together, creating a habit of reading the word and asking good questions or asking, you know, what the application is. So, so watching, you know, obviously doing that yourself as adults, that's, that's one thing, but then watching your children start to pick up on that and and watching how they grow and watching how they ask questions well and, and dive in um, to the word is, is just really special. So, yeah. Yeah, I can definitely (laughs) agree with that. That's awesome. What portion of the roadmap or or what, what have we not talked about yet? What have we not discussed that you think that it's important for people to understand? Yeah, I think one of the things that I think about is that this content is for us. It's to develop us. It's to support us and nurture us and grow us. But also I, I am doing that knowing that I'm doing it so that I can I can do something with that for others so I always want to be cognizant that I am not just a consumer I am not only being nurtured but I am doing that so that I can be a blessing to others so that I can be a contributor at this church so that I can go out and be salt and light so there's there's the pouring in but it's not just a pouring in and nothing ever happens if I never do anything with that then you know I've I've lost opportunity I've lost the the you know the opportunity to bless others or to even be blessed by by being a blessing to others. So um, to me, it's really important to to not be in a consumer mindset with this, but to say, I want to use this in order to be a contributor. And that's really what this being sent portion of the roadmap is all about, isn't it? Mm-hmm. This is about that that river, right? The living water that flows from us. And, and it, yeah, none of us should be a reservoir. Exactly. Right? Exactly. So what excites you most about the being sent portion of the roadmap and then with the roadmap itself? Yeah, I guess I would say it really is about what excites me is the roadmap itself. But I think what excites me is I love this share. I love this peeking into um, the bookshelf of many, many people that that go to Crossroads or have have been blessed by these different assets. Um, and And I really feel like this is an opportunity for us to grow as a church. And I see I see that God is on the move. I, I really feel that um, our church is, is got something special going on. This is just one piece of it. The roadmap to me is just one piece of how we come together. We grow as a community. We help one another. Um, but yeah, that, that's what I'm excited about. I'm excited about what God is doing within our church, through our church, through the lives of people, and then out into the community. Um, even even this past Sunday, Andy, just sitting in church, I was in the, the 9 a.m. service, and I looked around, I'm like, look at all these people. And there was this beautiful moment where uh, the worship team kind of turned the music down, and it was a cappella, and just hearing the voice of God, just just all these things together, are t- it just feels like God is so much on the move in our church and in our community, and, and that really excites me that this is something we get to do together. That's awesome. Is there a way for people that are experiencing God in that way to share those stories with us? Funny you should ask. 
if they want to contact uh, Patrick Hickey, so phickey at cccgo.com, Patrick, actually Patrick has a background in journalism and he loves to hear people's stories and take people's stories and, and understand um, more about people's experience and how we share that that back out. So that's one thing that we've actually been talking about lately in Missional Living, but they could definitely reach out to Patrick and he'd be happy to hear a story of how God's moving in their lives. And, and we were saying that this is a great opportunity for people to share too. And you know, another aspect uh, the, of something that's actually built into the roadmap, at the end of each of the pathways, there is a link that's it says, you know, if you have questions or comments, mm-hmm. but that's a great way for people to let us know of resources maybe that they've experienced or, or you know, just anything that they have like that or, or even questions that do come up. But that's the avenue then for them to let us know, right, okay. what's what's yeah. there. So so that's, that's a wonderful. great a great thing and kind of a late ad. It was something that somebody recommended to us. That yeah. We had. So, yeah, share so that's a story. where people sharing with us, mm-hmm. you know. But uh, yeah, the roadmap's definitely not meant to be just one way. It's for the entire church body, right? Right. So yeah. Yeah, we're great. all in this together. That's awesome. Well, thank you so much, Andrea. Thanks You're for welcome. taking the time to talk with us today. Mm-hmm. I really do appreciate it. Yeah. Thank you, Andy. Thanks again to Andrea for taking the time to discuss the development of the Be Sent portion of the roadmap. And I invite you to please go to cccgo.com forward slash roadmap to see for yourself all that we discussed on the podcast here today. I pray that this episode of the podcast has encouraged you to not just learn more about following Jesus, but to actually be sent to go and live and love like him.